Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Carlton People. I'm here with David. David, pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be talking to you. Um, the first question I like to always ask, it's the best icebreaker. <laughs> Tell me your Carlton story, where it began um, and, and how it all, you know, where it's come from. Well, funnily enough, my Carlton story began, I suppose, with my mother's birth because she was born in Carlton. Yep. And my father, his family all came from Richmond, which is where I live now. Yeah. And his family have been in Richmond since 1880s and he barracked for Richmond, but he wasn't really into fo football, so... By rights, I should break for Richmond, but my mum brainwashed us at birth so that we're all Carlton. What a great lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. And what was the first memory of a Carlton game? Or yeah. do, you, do you remember? Do you know, yes, I do, actually. Uh, and it's not one that I actually attended because as a kid we didn't go. Um, but I do recall listening to the 1970 grand final, Carlton versus Collingwood, of course, yep. on the radio with my family at home. And in those days, there was no TV um, telecast of the match, so it was just radio. Well, so you'd sit around the you'd radio You'd sit around and listen. and listen to the radio, yeah, wow. yeah. And it was just amazing because almost better in a way because you don't quite know what's going on. You have to rely so much on the voice of the radio presenter and just the the delay in knowing whether or not the goal has been kicked and, of course, at the end, whether or not the siren had gone. It was just fantastic. I mean, you probably need some imagination. It probably allows you your imagination yeah, to, you uh, to yeah. fly as well. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. So what's... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, you've seen a few different ages now of, yes, of have, yeah. consuming footy because yeah. there, there was black and white and there was that's colour right. and yep. now we've got yep. ultra, ultra, yep. ultra 4K HD. Yes, yeah. What's the experience like now? Yeah, well, I guess... I also remember Cali TV coming in because I think that was 1972 or at least that's when my family got a Cali TV. Yeah. And just uh, watching the footy in Cali, it was just amazing at how much um, clearer it was yeah. and how much easier it was to watch. But then, of course, that's uh, nothing like actually being at the game because at the game you, you can see where the ball's going and you can sort of... Uh, understand the pattern of the play a little bit, whereas on TV, you know, no matter how good the quality, you're still relying on where the cameraman is or camera woman is facing the camera. Yeah. Mm. I've watched Carlton games in some of the most random areas, just little, little takeaway shops with yep. barely any yep. internet in, yep. in rural China. I've got friends who have watched Carlton games on their phone in the desert while they're in the army. Like, yep. so yep. to sort of to see where we've developed yep, yep. and where we've come from, yeah. from, you know, listening to the radio and, you know, the family gathering around it. That's, yes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I lived in uh, Japan for a few years and uh, I watched one of the grand, Carlton Grand Finals uh, at the Australian Embassy in Tokyo. Oh, right. That was really good and they served pies. And <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So you've obviously, you're one of the lucky ones, which is what people would be calling you now from the, the new generation. Um, talk to me about the golden era because I come from an era where, I mean, I was four years old when 95 yeah. happened, yeah. so I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, and all I have is the stories about, oh, yes. you know, you guys don't know about that premiership <laughs> quarter. Yes. Talk yeah. to me about the golden eras and, yeah. and, and you know, are, yes. we, are we close to something like that again? Yeah. What's yeah. happening? Well, I remember, you know, of course, we won 68, 70, 72, then 79. So for me, that was the golden era. And... I guess it was even more golden for me because I was at school at that time. And, of course, the first question that comes to 
the lips of uh, all your friends on a Monday morning yeah. was, you know, who won and who didn't win, and you you just get um, ragged if you didn't win. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so so it was great. Don't worry, I know all about getting ragged for going. Yeah, to yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, you've grown up with it now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that particular period was great, and particularly as I said, because I was at school. But then, of course, from that time on until you know now, literally, apart from perhaps one um, premiership. Um, we've had that that time where we haven't jumped one, and so yeah, it, it puts it all into perspective, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Do you see? I mean, do you remember the groundwork before the golden era happened? Do you remember them as being youngsters that were coming up? And do you see any relation to what's happening now with our youngsters? You mean in terms of the development? The development. Of the yeah. Look, I, I I think it's just a completely different game yeah, now. Yeah. It's just completely professionalised. Yep. Um, not that that's a bad thing, but it is. It is very different to what it was um, before. And even though in those days players were, of course, professional, and I think they were full-time too and, and paid a lot of money, but it, there was nowhere near the media um, around them yeah, at the time. There yeah. was just the... I mean, basically what you did is you... The football matches were on, and then on the Saturday night, I think it was, they'd replay one of the matches. Yep. Um, so you, you actually didn't get to see your team very often unless yep. you went to the games. Yep. Because um, in those days they only showed, prob- I think they only showed one or possibly two wow. replays of matches. So, yep. And there were no live no live matches. I mean, um, you'd have to wait for the newspaper to come out to yeah, check scores. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought, you know, yeah. it's just, it's amazing the difference in, in experience. That's right. And, and well, how... in, uh, I, I lived in France too. And when I lived in France, I used to run to get uh, an international newspaper and I had to really look for it on the Monday. Yep. And right down at the bottom of the um, page in the sports section, right down there'd be a little tiny paragraph with the um, Australian Football League scores. And that's how I'd find out and if that was it. one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And now you've got. You know, anyone can yep, write right. about, talk about yeah, Carlton. Exactly. Fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. Um, talk to me a little bit about recent times. Any any standout games or moments for you that you've really enjoyed? Yeah, I, look, I think um, I think for me one of the uh, the great things is being able to watch players that you really really like and you and you respect them too. And I suppose Cripps is one of those players. Um, and in terms of a one game, I wouldn't say one because yeah, well, he seems yeah. to—he just produces every week, doesn't he? And yeah. he's just such a great player. And the way that he can get the ball and go through the pack and, yeah. and just break away from them—it's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. He's got that innate ability to just draw the crowd with him when he, he does, does one of those special moments. Yes, I mean, yeah. obviously Eddie Betts is back as well. I yeah. think he's got that same ability. Um, so does. yeah, yeah. We're, we're hoping that this is going to be, you know, the start of the next golden era. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, we are. We m- are. M- most of us believe this is it, but <laughs> so we should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about Carlton Pride. Yeah. Now this is something that you founded, mm. and a, a great initiative. And I want to know. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> well, I guess it came from the fact that. Uh, firstly, I, I was telling you before we did this interview that um, I used to go to the footy when I was younger, from about age 15 onwards, I think, and I went for about 20 years. Yep. 
But it got to a point where I just felt I just couldn't go anymore because I was just so sick of hearing homophobic uh, abuse at yeah. the footy, mainly directed at the players. Yeah. Um, but it, it became very personal because every time I heard someone saying something like that, I felt like I wanted to stand up and say, you're talking about me. Yeah. But it was different, of course, in those days because it's much more accepted nowadays. But in those days, if yep. you had said that, well, you you, you were you know low, likely to get bashed. Wow. So you couldn't stand up and say that, or at least I wasn't brave enough to. Yep. So I made a decision to stop going to the football, and I stopped going for 20 years. Wow. And I only went back to football about six years ago. Yeah. And the um, was that but, profound? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know. It, may, it makes sense, yeah, um, because yeah. you know, at the time, you're probably thinking, "Well, what if you knew about me? Would you say the same thing about me?" That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. And you don't realise that when you when you're screaming out. No, no um, that's right. Yeah, and I guess uh, I, when I decided to go back, I actually had never met. Funnily enough, another gay person who liked football, and I had never met certainly another gay person who voted for Carlton. Yeah. So I actually thought there weren't any. You're the gay only people. one. Yeah, that I was the only one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but anyway, I decided to um, see if I could start an LGBTI supporter group. Yeah. So I uh, contacted Carlton, and I had a meeting with uh, a lady there called Emily. I don't think she's there now. And Shout out to you, Emily. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I guess we went away from that meeting. She probably thought, well, I'll see what he does. Anyway, uh, the next, the following year, which was 2017, uh, another couple of people, Dennis and Ben, came along. Yep. And the three of us decided to, to sort of set it up. And since then, Dennis has left since then, but um, Ben's certainly still part of it. Yep. And uh, so since 2017, we've had a, a seven-person committee yep. and the same people are wow. still on it. Yeah. And uh, we wanted also to try and have a mix. So we have a transgender woman on our committee. We have uh, two lesbians. We have three gay guys and one bisexual guy. Yep. And uh, we've divided up what we do. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. And yeah, it's, so it's almost like a community within the community. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And I guess the best part about it is that we've brought along uh, so many people, particularly women, yeah. who have never felt safe enough to go to the football before. Yep. But they do now and they come along with our group. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's interesting, your comment about, you know, I wasn't brave enough to uh, stand up and mm. say something. I mean, for me, you're almost more brave now because what we have now that we didn't have back then was the online That's trolls right, yeah. and you know yeah. you you're a target if someone wants to say yes, something to you from an account yeah. that doesn't have a face yeah um so that's fascinating and yeah. I, I don't even think it's about now this is something that will be you've really set the groundwork for something that in 60 years they'll look back on on Carlton Pride and say this is where it all began. Yeah, that, that, hopefully. That's, that's heartwarming to see. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that the club have been receptive oh, they have. to that. Yeah, the yeah. club's been great. I think at the beginning, they were quite rightly, were sitting back a little bit, uh, waiting to see what sort of value that we could bring to the club and also how we were going to run our club, if we were going to do it, uh, sorry, our group, our, um, professionally or not. Yep. Um, but I think they have seen that now. Yep. And uh, they're very supportive. We're now uh, an official Tier 1 supporter group of Carlton. Yeah. And they're very supportive of us. Yeah. That's amazing. What is, I mean, we're 
entering year four. Yep. That's so right. what are the? I can only assume there's been drastic changes from then until yeah. now. What yeah. have you noticed? Not just with membership, but what have you noticed with your experience at the footy? Yeah. Look, I think the biggest thing would be what I was mentioning before, that people are coming up to us and saying they're coming to the footy now because they feel safe oh, yeah. and and they feel that they have a group to be with. And a lot of, uh, initially at least, a lot of, and still, um, a lot of people, particularly heterosexual people, will say to us, well, what's sexuality got to do with football? And we say, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Sexuality is what brings us together. But the reason that we're together is that we want to create uh, a respectful and a safe place for Carlton supporters to be together. And if those supporters happen to be from the LGBTI community, yep. then that's a good place for them to be. Yep. But absolutely, it's got nothing to do with sexuality other than that's what brings us together. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's an interesting notion to that in, in the times that we live in now. I think one thing we can get better at is empathy. And just because you don't know what that... Ex- like, I don't know what that experience is yep. like going to the footy and, and hearing a comment that... Yep. you know, I would take really personally yes. or be fearful yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but I do have empathy with the fact that, hey, at the end of the day, you didn't feel comfortable enough to go to the footy no. to the point where you stopped going. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that that kills me yeah. because the footy yeah. for me is the... That's the yeah. safe place. That's yes. the haven. Yes. Um, and so I think I think that message of... And it's, it's great to see the people who may not necessarily be... When you, Members of Carlton Pride yes. still react in that way. I think yeah. I think that's gra- a great notion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we're seeing a difference in in the way people are responding. Um, how have you felt about? I mean, is this this isn't because this isn't a Carlton fan issue. This no. is just more of a no. society issue. And gathering from the way I've spoken to you, uh, it would be very easy for you to resent the world. Mm. But it's almost as if like you've you know you've you've forgiven. And you've sort of created a solution. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah, um, I guess I don't even look at it so much as forgiven. It's more as well. I have to find a way yeah. to move into this world yeah. and to show that world yeah. that there's nothing wrong with us. That we're okay. That we can be part of you too. Yep. Uh, we can get along well. Yep. We can actually help each other yep. and have a great time together. Yeah. And so it's just a, a question of moving into the world and showing people how you can be a part of it. Yeah. Mm. Whereas what, before that, they perhaps wanted to separate you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what footy does. It's an inclusive it does, sport yeah. by yeah. nature. It, yeah. You know, you have 22 players who take the field, that's but right. then you have all the staff, you know, whether it be coaches, and right. even the people that play the, the little role. Um, and yep. so that's great. So looking at 2020 yep. and uh, I guess, well, let, let's start with 2020 and then we'll look at the future. Yeah. What, tell me about what is happening or what's on the horizon with Carlton Pride and yep. I guess if anybody wants to get involved, yep, sure. what happens and yeah. what's the process? Well, firstly, we've got a Facebook group, so it's yep. very easy to find us, just Carlton Pride on Facebook. Yep. Um, but we have a, um, a planning day, a full planning day, so we had that in early December of the committee, so we worked from eight... Uh, from about 11 in the morning to late at night, yep. planning everything that we're going to do this year. And we have a number of events that we uh, follow. And first one is that we have an annual event that mm-hmm. Carlton supports. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we did that and we had uh, three players who we interviewed, etc. So that was a great event and we're hoping to build on that again this year. 
We also have Pride Game, which is an AFLW game against the Bulldogs. Yep. That's coming up in um, February. Okay. And we have a, a tent there next to the Carlton Football Club tent. Yeah. So we're working together to do that. Yeah. And then um, also we're, uh, for the first time this year, sponsoring an AFLW player, Alison Downey. Great. Shout so, out to you, Alison Downey. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're looking forward to, to doing that, mm-hmm. to those connections. Uh, we also have pre-game drinks before each game so that we all gather together and we always invite the um, people from the other team, the LGBTI people from the other team. But anyone can come along, of course. Yep. And, uh, yeah, apart from that, we have away game drinks. So if we're Carlton's playing interstate, we have a pub at Norton's in Carlton that we go to. Yeah, and we the have old fraternity. Yeah, yes, that's it's, right. It's yeah. an old staple of well, the Carlton football club. Do you know club. the interesting thing about that pub? Uh, it, it's, it's ironic that we have our drinks there now because in the 1970s, that pub was known as a pub where straight people went, men, to bash gay people. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting how the, the turn in history. Mm. Love that. Yeah. 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 What does it do for you? I mean, I mean, obviously, I know this isn't about yeah. you, and yes. I know yeah. you know I don't want you to feel like you get to talk <laughs> about yourself. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I just I, you should be so proud. I yeah. mean, this is a phenomenal yeah. achievement. It's it's you know to to be a pioneer. Yeah. To be yeah. part of the group yeah. of pioneers to yes, really yeah. you know plant that seed. That takes real bravery and real courage. Well, I think the first thing I'd say there is just that. Uh, I guess I had the idea at the beginning, but certainly in terms of the building of the whole thing, that's been all of us. That's been a committee of seven people who have done that. There's there's, um, lots and lots of things there that I could never have done myself. I'm not known for my IT skills. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone's got a strength, right? Yeah, Yeah. and and I think that's what we've done. We've drawn on each other's strengths, and we've got such a diverse uh, group that the skills have really all come together very well yep. and allowed us to build a, a really strong group. So it's been great like yep. that. Mm. What do you picture Carlton Pride being in, you know, 10 years from now? Yeah. What, what do you... Look, I, I think probably one of the main things would be that most likely the committee that is in place right now won't be the committee that will be in place in 10, ten years' time. But that will be a success yep. if there is a, a, another committee, another group of people who've come along and taken on the, uh, the task, then that will be a success because I suppose longevity is what we would be hoping for because these issues, whilst they um, perhaps have lessened, they haven't gone away. I mean, just last year, for example, I was uh, at one of the matches and um, it might surprise you to know I was wearing my Carlton Price scarf and I was abused by three young guys yep. who barracked for Carlton yep. at, at the ground, inside the ground. So, you know, the issues are not always yep. going away. Sometimes they're under the surface there. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting because you can, I mean, there's the glass half full, yeah. glass half empty. I mean, we're obviously, I think, a lot further advanced than what we were yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. But there is still absolutely a long way to go. Yeah. Um, what is the key here? Like, I mean, because obviously, like you just said, it's it's, it's still happening, and yeah, yeah. I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't see it yeah, online. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. what's the key? Yeah. Moving forward, is it just continued persistence? Yeah. I think uh, probably one of the main things is visibility. Yeah. And that's what our group is. So the very fact that we wear uh, rainbow scarves and we've got other um, other merchandise. Yeah. On sale now. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's that visibility that lets people know you're there. And actually, I'll tell you a story that happened just at the end of last year. I was at the MCG at a match, 
half-time in a group of us with all of our scarves on, and I saw a woman sort of quite a distance away uh, indicating to her what looked like perhaps her elderly father um, to, to, and she pointed at us to show him that there was this group of people there from wearing rainbow um, colours, etc. And um, I could tell that they were really uh, approving of it. Yeah. They, they sort of smiled and, and it was, for me, it was just great yeah. because it was recognition. We didn't even talk, didn't know them, yeah. but it was recognition that we were there because there's an invisibility about being at the football yeah. like I was 20 or 30 years ago yeah. and trying not to be seen yeah. in case you might get bashed. Yeah. 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 I think also in this day and age, and this is just something that I feel, uh, I mean, if, and if you're watching this and you're a crowd member, which a lot of us are at times, and you hear something like that, it's on, I mean, we can talk about changing the rules and changing yeah. the laws and, yeah. you know, fan engagement officers at the footy, but I think for something like this to change, it's going to take us. And if you, if I ever heard that at the footy, yeah. I mean, it would take yeah. a simple, oi, pull your fucking head yeah. in. And sim- yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's got to be the next step. Yeah. Because yeah. If, you are, if you are silent, well, then you're part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, and I, I think you make a really good point there. But the other point I'd make too, though, is that um, it's a lot easier for men to yeah. do that. Yeah. It's a lot easier for tall men to do that or, yeah. you know, big men to do that. Um, tick, I, I'm, tick, tick. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm quite small, but it, it's it's a lot harder for um, men and I think it's a lot harder for certainly for some women yep. to actually do that. And that's why it is important that other people do it because sometimes you don't feel safe enough to do it because you're not the big guy who's going to be able to stand up. Because if something was to... Yeah, that's right. I see that's what right. you mean. Not yeah. that you want... Um, you, you don't want conflict anyway. Of course. But, um, That's yeah. the last thing you want. Yeah. And I, okay, yeah. so, I, okay. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm a bit of a, if I have a problem, <laughs> I'm not afraid to... Oh, look, I do too, actually, yeah. as a matter of fact. I, I do stand up for yeah. myself. And, yeah. Yeah, but I suppose I like to know I've got friends around me of at the course. time. Of course, no, no, of course, of <laughs> yeah. course. I yeah. think my mouse got me in trouble a few times anyway, so I do say that with yeah. the caveat. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great, that's great. Oh, look, I'm looking forward to having a few beers before before yeah. the game this year. That's yeah. going to be fantastic. Yeah, 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 come along and join our pre-game drinks. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm down, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Um, so... Let's let's talk about this year. Yep. Uh, what are you most excited about, whether it be Carlton Pride yep. or just in general? Because I feel yep. like the buzz and yeah, the electricity is, is just... It's there, yeah. Yeah. waiting to be unlocked. Yeah. Look, I'd like to be able to truthfully say, I'm you know, looking forward to the Premiership this year, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Yeah. But I, I, I really do think we're... I, I guess all Carlton fans this year are looking for improvement, and we say that every year. But I think this year, there's, as you say, there's a real buzz because with the new coach, a new way of playing that we saw in the um, last half of um, last year, um, I think there's a, a, a renewed confidence about how they go about their game. Yeah. And probably the... The thing that they need to really build this year is just that sense of each other and being able to play together. And, of course, you know, we have a few new players coming in, Eddie coming back, etc. They're going to have to learn how to be a team together. And that's not something that comes overnight. In fact, it it, it is, in, in a way, 
um, a connection with Carlton Pride in the sense that we've had to build a team. Yeah. We've had to have aims, know how we're going to get there and move along that and make sure that you're doing that. And I think that a football team has to do the same thing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I do want to take your attention back to the issue just because I had a question that came yep. to my mind. Um, I was watching a clip of Dale Thomas on I'm a yes, Celebrity Get Me that. Out of Here and he was talking about homosexuality yeah. in the league and yes, um, yeah. how do you feel about, I mean, is it one of those notions where it's only a matter of time before someone is the trailblazer and how do you feel that they'd be accepted or how do you feel that it would go? Yeah, What's your take yeah. on the issue? Look, I, I think it's an interesting issue and it's a complex issue yeah. too. And one of the things that Carlton Pride says uh, straight away is that we are not about players coming out. That's not what we're on about um, because lots of people think, again, they connect the sexuality thing and they think that, oh, you know, you just want players to come out so that you can feel good or whatever. But uh, we believe that that's a, it's a very private thing to do. Yep. It's a very complex and difficult decision to make. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, for, play, for a player to do that, he's going to know that he's going to get an enormous amount of attention, media attention, not all good. Yeah. Um, so what we say as Carlton Pride is not that we are looking forward particularly to a player coming out, but rather that if one ever does, we will be there to support that player gotcha. and we will be able to hopefully help with advice and, uh, and, and help the player understand how to go about things a little bit more and help the club to do that too. Yeah. Having said that, um, I guess... I guess that in the future a player may come come out. I mean, we you know we had Ian Roberts come out in the um, rugby years and years ago, and the the sky didn't fall in. Yeah. Um, so I suppose suppose that uh, that that will happen. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, I'd sort of ask, well, you know, is is that the um, is that the aim? And I think no, it's it's not the aim. The aim would be that a player could be gay. And within a football club, and that that player feels comfortable enough yep. that everyone in the football club, who perhaps keep it a secret, but everyone in the football club accepts that yep. and knows who he is and or she, and uh, works with them to to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. So it's, I, I guess I see it more as a sort of an in, interior thing rather than exterior, because Got in you. a way, the exterior part of it. Um, you know, it's none of our business, not my business. Yeah, not like your it business. just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, and that's the, I guess, the learning that I take away from, I guess, themes like this coming up. Uh, I think there's a lot of misinformation and yeah, lack absolutely. of education. And yeah. I think that's the other notion as well. Um, I've almost personally, sometimes I don't know how to yep. talk to someone from the community because yep. I don't know, am I going to offend you know, you with what I'm yeah, saying or yeah, things of that nature. Yeah. And I think that's the other important thing as well, especially with Carlton Pride, any interaction I've ever had. Yeah. Um, if I've said something that might be incorrect or, yeah, you know, yeah. you haven't sort of yeah. chastised me for it, it's yeah. just more, okay, this is how we feel about yeah. this. And I think that's important as well because I think educating people first yeah, is, yeah. is one of the important Absolutely, steps. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, on your point there, I would say that the important point, it's not so much that... Uh, 
you know, you can make a mistake or you can say the wrong thing. Sure, people can say the wrong thing, but if you do, yeah, you know, just say, "Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize," yeah. uh, and, and get on with the conversation, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's not. I don't think that it's. Um, yeah, I don't think the LGBTI community want people to sort of tiptoe yeah. around yeah. the issue. Yeah. They're more than welcome to op- uh, to be open about that and yeah. to ask questions about yeah. it, etc. I think you need yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's that going back to what I was saying before. Invisibility means being silent about it. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm um, doing a PhD on 1950s um, gay people at the moment, gay men, yep. 1940s and 1950s. And the, one of the biggest issues that is coming out of that is the whole issue in that era was silent. It was just not talked about. And so these men felt like they were absolutely alone. They, many of them thought they were the only homosexual in the world. Yeah. And the, that issue is no different today and particularly uh, again at places like the football and to go back to my point before that's why we are visible because otherwise people would say oh no there aren't any gay people sitting at the football today well there are (laughs) yeah yeah well i think that's what i picture in the future as well in 10 years can we have a bay that's just (laughs) like a whole bay that's you know that's colorful i think that'd be great you know a sea of navy blue with the bay of of, of rainbow you know there's still some way to go because uh just last year brett who's from rainbow crow adelaide um crows group he was at the grand final was it adelaide uh the year before last wasn't it Yeah, yeah yeah And he had a, a rainbow flag, which the Adelaide Football Club had approved to, in the cheer squad. Yep. But um, some security guys came along from MCG and um, singled him out, pulled him out of the crowd. Um, you know, there's a whole to-do about him having this rainbow flag in wow. the crowd. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. very, um, like I said to you before, conservative yeah. and anyone yeah. pushing a new That's idea right. is yeah. initially... Yeah. met with a bit of resistance yeah. and you know love it or hate it yep. that's australia yeah. you know yeah, that's absolutely. it's conservative yes that's maybe why we're pretty safe and yes. secure yeah. but at the same yeah. time you if you really believe in something and you really believe in pushing or bringing a new idea to that's the right. table you've yeah. got to be willing yeah. Yeah. to cop absolutely. the you know rise yeah. above the hate yeah. so to speak and it's not just about lgbti groups yeah either. you know if you think about people with disabilities you know how um people don't uh, approach them and the, the sort of silence that yep. surrounds them and the, the um, their presence at the football. I mean, they, they have a, a few seats set aside and that's about it. Yep. Um, so, we, we you know, there are lots of other issues. Well, David, it's been a pleasure <laughs> yeah, to have you on. Uh, really a, a learning experience for me, not only today, but over the course of the last few years. Uh, and that's really important yeah. for me individually. And yeah. hopefully uh, this will help spread some sort of a yeah. message. And you know what? If, if this conversation has helped one person yeah. ask a question that they wouldn't have asked otherwise, I think yeah. it's done a great service. Um, yeah. Please uh, push push on and yeah. continue to do the hard yeah. work that you're doing. Shout out to yourself and the entire Carlton Pride uh, community. And uh, looking forward to knocking down a few bevos with you before a game. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Go the Blues. Yeah, go Blues.